2: Oh, 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 oh.
0: Hello and welcome to Born
3: Yesterday, a podcast experiment in which myself and Andy Barr... Yes, hello. ...have been cloning ourselves. We certainly, certainly have, Alexander, my good friend. We have been cloning ourselves and giving those clones an opportunity to learn about the world. How have we been doing that? Well, they've been given three things to learn about
0: in 24 hours, the day that they've been alive, and then our brilliant comedian guests will explain other things to them on the basis that they only understand those three things.
3: And the three things that they understand this week are A Glass Eye Tony Hawk And The Nutty Professor 2 Colon the clumps. Colon the clumps.
0: Andy. Yes, sir. Have you ever seen a glass eye? Uh, I possibly. Jimmy Savile apparently used to um, collect uh, the glass eyes from uh, the mortuaries in which he worked and keep them as in his sort of um, in the pockets of his tracksuit to sort of scare people with.
3: Right. Well, I'm, it sort of pales, really, doesn't it, in comparison to some of the other stuff that he got up to. Why? What other stuff did he get up to? Uh, marathon running.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is. That, that yeah, is horrifying. Uh... They, have to, they have to piss <laughs> and shit themselves.
3: Because <laughs>
0: it's such a long way. Oh, okay. But it raises a lot of money for charity. Mm. Well, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't know much about this Jimmy Savile character apart from the glass eye thing. Right,
3: that was what rendered him notable to you. Yeah, well, I, I, just,
0: I just read that a small detail. I didn't really get the rest of the context of the article. But if he, if he, if he did run, if he raised a lot of money for charity for, via those marathons, I don't think he should be judged for purloining
3: the... <laughs> no, well, you know, perhaps he is coming in for a reappraisal. Whether whether that reappraisal is going to shift the needle at all? Is, is, uh... is, it, is it time? Is it time for a different discourse on Jimmy Savile? Uh, the Overton window has shifted. <laughs> <By> how far? <laughs> I would love that as a new a new point of
0: conversation. I mean, he did raise a lot of money for charity.
3: Mm. Well, yeah, but I mean, Mother Teresa, similar thing. She collected glass eyes. No, she was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm led to believe that that's the case. Yeah. Yes, that, that's my that's my understanding. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that you hear and you kind of go, "Well, this is from a legitimate, um, fairly uh, keyed in source," and don't really read any further into it. So yeah. basically, I've just got in the back of my mind, Mother Teresa, yeah, a bit of a cunt. Uh, if if I asked to back that up with anything. There's no way I can do that. Gandhi's not one of those, is he? Yeah, Gandhi. It? Yeah, he slept slept next to little girls. Did I heard? To prove how <laughs> to, no, yeah, I heard that <laughs> to prove how chaste he was.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, the main thing about, and not the main thing about Gandhi. No, there's. I think there's a. Well, you know. Yeah, it, it was kind of a yeah. Look how innocent I am. Mm. I can sleep next to these broadly underage, Yes. girls to prove I'm a trustworthy guy mm. which is a, a hell of a play
3: yes yeah we we've gone i think the opening of this episode so far mm. is is possibly skewed a little too heavily in 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 the direction of one particular crime uh, <laughs> and if if it's be, be possible to swing back a little bit
0: okay well i don't know to what you're referring because as i say i don't really have the context but
3: yes, glass eyes. Yes. Um, how would you know if you'd met someone with a glass eye? That's the thing. Well, I mean, that was what well, that was what gave me pause in the first place. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. Yeah, we've we've all seen Gordon Brown. We've all seen Gordon
0: Brown. We're very familiar with Gordon Brown. Yeah. Famous glass eye haver. Yeah. Columbo.
3: Did Columbo? Uh, uh, Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I've I've only seen two. Yeah, and of course, in uh, in the Harry Potter films, Mad moody. Brendan Gleeson's character has uh, yeah. a, not only a glass eye, but a magic glass eye. Yeah, he's got a sort of ADHD glass eye, mm. which you know, if if it seems to be an enhancement of some sort for him. Yeah. So that begs the question why, why doesn't everyone just blast one of their eyes out and get a magic eye <laughs> in, in, instead? Yeah, if it's in an enhancement then, yeah. you know. Why well, aren't they just blasting bits off <laughs> left, right and centre and just getting a better enchanted version? Why aren't the, the Harry
0: Potter characters more bionic? Yes. Well, it's probably because um, what's the best way to phrase, it, phrase this? Uh, the <laughs> The creator is not really on board with bodies changing, right?
3: Yes, yeah, no, you're uh, you're absolutely right about that. I thought you were go- going to go down the line of the of um, this sort of overriding purity politics of the main uh, villain in the. Uh... Oh yeah, you can't have a glass eye, no. but he he turned into a snake for a bit and some other stuff, so. Mackenzie Crook in the Pirates of the Caribbean films,
1: has, yes. a,
0: has a glass eye. Yes, that that one that has, humorously pops out sort of every five minutes or so. Mm. They really milk that gag.
3: They do, but if you know, if it's been established that in in you know the the character's glass eye is is not sufficiently, it's not the right size for his socket, then mm. it, it would be popping out all the time. Yeah, and it's actually adherence to you know, it's, it's it's realism. Yes, uh, that that keeps happening. The rest of the films, absolute bloody nonsense, but at least (laughs) that has some sort of universal consistency about it.
0: Well, I put it to you, Andy, Mm. that because, um, spoilers for the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh, Mackenzie Crook is a zombie pirate in that film. Mm, Yes, of course. Um, I suggest that it's interesting that he is so concerned with his um, uh, physical appearance as to want to retain the eye uh given that he is a member of the undead.
3: Well, you know, it just I think it's a testament to the quality of the writing and the universe building in the Pirates of the Caribbean films that there is so much depth hmm. uh to Mackenzie Crook's character whose name I challenge anyone <laughs> to fucking know. There's <laughs> two too... it hangs around with the sort of a balding fella. Yeah, the slightly larger, shorter, balding fella. There's two
0: double acts in the first Pirates of the Caribbean film. Who's the other one? And they just bin off the other ones, and they I think they come back in a later film. There's there's a basically the same two characters, um, but they uh, they work for the the villain of the first film, um, and they're just sort of. Uh, but don't don't Sailors. Mackenzie Crook and the other one work for the villain of the first film? Uh, no, uh, I mean the other villain of the first film. Fucking hell, this is so. Nice. There's there's Jeffrey Rush's it's character a tangled web that has <laughs> been weft, is not it? It's like June. <laughs> um, there's Jeffrey Rush's character who yes. is
3: called Bo- Barbosa. Barbosa, yeah.
0: And then there's Commodore Norrington.
3: Oh right, yes, yeah, uh, and yeah. played by the one from like Coupling or something. Yeah, and. Uh, who yeah, remembers coupling.
0: <laughs> there's basically this there's, there's two I barely do. There's two British sailors who are a sort of comedic double act with virtually the same dynamic as Mackenzie Crook yes, and the other one. Yeah. And the film does not know
3: what to do with either of them. Mm. But when you've got such a wealth of talents, uh competing for screen time. Competing for screen time in, in a film based around a ride, I think, you know it's it's fine to have some spare parts, much as it wouldn't be in yeah. the construction of a ride. <laughs> Where's this going to go? Bah, lob it in there somewhere.
0: The amount of times I get off. <laughs> 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 Shut up. The amount of times I get off a ride to Holden Towers. Right, yeah. And I march my way back around to the front of the queue and I, I knock on the, the perspex window of the ride operator yeah. and say, Excuse me, could you just tie up some loose story ends for me please
3: mm, I, I i started to you know the first the first four loops made sort of narrative sense to me but the, the latter three i didn't really buy into them how did
0: this mansion become haunted
3: I'm trying to think of uh, rides that aren't based on uh, pre-existing ip now and i can't yeah What's the log's motivation, (laughs) other than gravity? And for a period of time, it's not gravity. It's it's working contrary to gravity.
0: Why do these small electric cars hate each other? Why, indeed. Big questions. Um, I watched... um, uh, I have very few hobbies. Right. This is glass eyes? we're talking about. Yeah. I have very few hobbies. Am I billing you for this? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, my alternative career that I wanted to be uh, as a child is I wanted to work on dark rides at theme parks because I like animatronics. Right. And I would have tried to work for Disney and become an Imagineer. Um so of an evening, I'll crack open a couple of cans and I'll watch ride POVs on YouTube of various dark
3: rides. Think about how you could have done it better. Basically, yeah. If only. Mm-hmm. If only the careers advisor hadn't gone, What? What? You, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? This is Shropshire.
0: <laughs> no one here has been on a ride. <laughs> we, You remember... Everyone screams when they're on the bus. <laughs> why? Why are the streets moving so quickly? Man wasn't meant to go this fast. <laughs> um, but I, I recently watched a YouTube video of a uh, British-based uh, Wallace and Gromit theme park ride, right? And the storytelling of that is all over the shop, right. Who's involved? I think uh, it's Aardman
3: approved. Uh, no, I mean out of the, the characters. Everything. Everything. Everything is involved. All at once. Even the sort of moon oven yep. from Grand The Air. moon, the moon oven
0: <laughs> makes makes an appearance as do all of the other villains. What the fuck was that?
3: He's <laughs> the sort of oven that lives on the moon. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it, and I thought, you know, I can't, I can't call that anything other than a moon oven. But I wondered if it was supposed to be some other bit of tech that got stranded up on the moon. And I don't think it was. I think it was a fucking oven. Well, it's, 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 it's meant to be an alien, I think. Is it?
0: Yeah. I thought it was just an oven that was there. Well, no, it, it sort of looks like a 1970s oven because hmm. Nick Park can only use things he's seen. to.
3: Yes, that is. He's, he's kind of, I think, often missed out. In, in when speaking of sort of like. Um, extremely um filmmakers who are hemmed in by a, a specific sort of filmmaking vision you have dogma 95 and then you have Ardman.
0: <laughs> you really do yeah i mean i i um uh, i cannot say enough positive things about nick parkin and, and aardman no no um, absolutely one of my heroes mm. um but uh, uh yeah I, th- I think the i think it's intentionally meant to look a bit sort of british and crap yeah but
3: you're you're going on record as saying it's an alien i think that's the intention yeah right um
0: but a sort of crap one yeah uh but the wallace and gromit theme park ride is and also there's just something really haunting about the because you're you're sort of being taken on this dark ride a dark ride for people who don't know is one of those rides that you go in and it's all dark because they're showing you different scenes with puppets and animatronics
3: and scenery and that's what that's why it's called that. Right. I've yeah. never been on one, so I was I was Have you not? No, I was having to kind of just imagine what you were talking about. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, Pirates of the Caribbean is dark, right? right okay.
0: But the uh the Wallace and Gromit Yep.
3: Okay. <laughs> you're going to finish this, I believe in you. I think we can get through it. I
0: think one of the most disturbing things about it apart from the narrative control mm. is somewhere in a building in this country there's lots of sort of big plastic wallaces just in a dark building at night mm. in different
3: poses i tell you what i find disturbing about god and it's 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 only recently that, that to me this becomes disturbing it, it feels terrible that there are wallaces anywhere without a peter salas to voice them yeah their mouths may be open but they cannot scream
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be right Tony Hawk mm. Andy
3: Yep What are your Interactions with uh, I played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 On the Game Boy Advance Same On the older Playstation 2
0: I think mm. Um, Back in the days When Bam Margera Was a celebrity To be included In your video game
3: Whereas now He's on the run From the
0: police Isn't he I, I know. I know things have gone slightly off the rails for for
3: Bam, but yeah. I, I, I don't think he's on the run. I, I think that as of maybe a week and a bit ago, right. as of, uh, of of the date of the recording, he was on the run. <laughs> do, do, do you know what for what we reason? I cannot remember the context. It's not terrible. I don't think he's killed anyone. Yes, but he's the the, the, uh, the police have got some questions. Have you considered this, Andy? Mm. What if it's a
0: jackass? Ah, my name's Bam Margera, and this and this is being on the lamb. Yeah, the longest jackass ever.
3: That would be good.
0: Do you remember? Was
3: it Randy Quaid who? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, wanted for questioning for something for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: Randy Quaid is on the run. He's just become his character in Independence Day, yes. which is it's yeah. is not something that should happen to anyone.
3: No, particularly when John McAfee was already being his character in Independence Day for quite some time. Sadly <laughs> departed. Yeah. It's um
0: yeah. Randy Quaid is is just who he was in Independence Day mm-hmm. now, which is
3: really upsetting. Um But doesn't Unless, unless, let's you know, let's be honest. Things go extremely south for the Earth in the next year or two. Is never going to have the opportunity for the redemption arc of Randy Quaid's character in so, Independence so,
0: Day. So, so we think. We stand amongst the ruins of an environment we have destroyed. Mm. Sort of, oven men from the moon have come down. Nick Park's mind explodes. Oh, yeah. How did I foresee this vision? Randy Quaid steps forward. Steps forward. Hello, boys. I'm back. <laughs> he starts fighting a load of the oven robots from a grand day out. <laughs> Fist against white glove on on brass arm.
3: Now this will be one for somebody
0: to draw. <laughs> Randy Quaid fighting the oven robot from a grand day out. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. (laughs) Humanity cheers him on.
1: Beautiful.
0: Absolutely wonderful. Right. All of this has merely been a build-up. Because, dear listener, uh, Andy Barr has never seen Nutty Professor 2 The Clumps. It's true. Which is... Interesting to me because I feel like it was a film that was on television quite a lot when we were younger, which is wild considering some of the attitudes contained therein. Mm. Uh, Naughty Professor 2 The Clumps is the sequel to a remake of the Jerry Lewis film The Nighty Professor.
3: I didn't even know that.
0: Well, it is. Wow. Starring Eddie Murphy. Right. And Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And... Uh,
3: how many clumps are in the first one?
0: I think there's a healthy amount of clumps in the right. first one. I think that... Um, I don't know if I've seen the first Nutty Professor film Yeah, without the clumps, or whatever it's called.
3: <laughs> the Nutty <laughs> Professor 1, no clumps here. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> the Nutty <laughs> Professor 2, okay, here's the clumps. <laughs> Yeah, they are. His name's Clump. That's yeah, that's what yeah, that is. yeah. Well, i i yeah, I knew enough that so, that was present in yeah. Life. So the um
0: the original Jerry Lewis Night Professor film he created were they
3: Clumps in that? Uh, I think his name is
0: Clump in that. Right. Okay. But Jerry Lewis only plays one of the Clumps. Ah, Professor Clump. Right.
3: Um. Uh, in the, how? Go on. How did Eddie Murphy get into the sort of milieu filmmaking in which he plays like loads of them uh, it's a very short answer to
0: that uh he stole the idea from richard pryor um right who had done it in lots of films in the 70s
3: and who's the one who did it in um oh god what's the what's the old it's an old ealing comedy where i think it's alec kind of hearts is, and coronets yes, and yeah. it's alec guinness playing yeah.
0: eight members of the same family yeah um it's a thing lots of people have done uh if it Goes well, it works really rather well, I yeah, think. Yeah. As a comedic device.
3: And um Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers, of yeah. course. Um but uh yeah. The original not- And um who was in who was in M. Knight Shyamalan's split? Oh, um Mate James McAvoy. Yeah, that's not yeah. the same.
0: <laughs> that's how M. Knight pitched it to McAvoy.
3: Right, it's like Nazi (laughs) Professor 2, The Clumps, but it's in the unbreakable universe. Stop talking, you had me at clumps. If you just said clumps first, (laughs) I'd have have signed now. Magavoy
0: stops his hand on the doorknob to leave the room. Clumps, you see. (laughs) He sits down. He tells his agent
3: to leave the room. Clear my schedule. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, how many clumps we (laughs) talking? How many different different clumps do I get to be? I like to think of McAvoy's entire film uh, catalogue is that they're all just different clumps.
3: (laughs) Uh, Other films that James McAvoy has been in include Atonement. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't matter. And um <laughs> the last the thing X-Men Scotland. one where he's playing like young one of the X-Men. Charles Xavier. No. Is he? Yeah. Is he young
0: him? He's young him. Who's young the other one? Uh um uh what's his name? Um
3: Michael Fassbender. That's who I was thinking of. Right. Um Listeners yeah, should know <laughs> that we've just had a lengthy discussion which uh, has unfortunately needed to be cut. Uh, in which Alexander absolutely grasped and grasped for the name Michael Fassbender for something nearing 30 minutes.
0: The point is, is that every other character that James McAvoy has ever played is just a different clump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When he was being tortured in Last King of Scotland, that was just one of the clumps reaching the end of their life.
3: <laughs> I can't even remember where we were.
0: Patrick Stewart is just an old version of one of his clumps.
3: An old clump. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old, it's an old mind reading club, Professor Xavier Club.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome to my school. We we know lots of young people the like you. <laughs> we've got, we've got, sharp
3: fingered clump. <laughs> We've got got bad laser eye clump. We've got hands will kill your clump. And unfortunately, we've had to expel big blue horrible clump. You can see weather clump up there on the roof. That's cards clump.
0: Don't touch that clump. She'll take your clump powers.
3: Was that what she does? Yeah,
0: there's one of them that does it.
3: I thought that. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it drains, drains, your sort of life force or something that. So she always has like gloves on and stuff. Yeah,
0: but the part of that is she
3: gets your powers. Right. Okay. I see. Then there's Vinnie Jones as um Clump. It's Vinnie Jones.
0: He plays a character called Juggernaut. Right. Oh, right. Okay. He's basically a glorified extra.
3: I see. Okay. Great. And Kelsey Grammer <laughs> <laughs> as Blue Clump. Blump. The. The plot of The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, is... So, the
0: original Nutty Professor, Jerry Lewis, plays his traditional nerd dweeb character that Farnsworth, not Farnsworth, Frank from The Simpsons is based on. Oh, right. Frank from The Simpsons is just that character. Yeah.
3: Is Jerry Lewis the one who married his cousin who's 13? No, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. Ah, right, okay. Um, Glad that we've... (laughs) cleared that up because yeah. I had been going forward thinking that they were the same yeah. Yeah. How, how'd he bag his cousin he's a fucking nerd I
0: had this dweeb put a rock on that <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's a Professor Frink from the Simpsons right yeah. that's Jerry Lewis's character the original Nazi Professor And he creates, I think it's a potion, could be wrong about that, uh, where he creates an alternative persona. So it's a Jekyll and Hyde riff. Right, okay. But instead of a man turning into a monster, it's a nerd, a dweeb, a dork. Turning into a big fat man. No. Right. Turning into like a handsome Lothario. That's the original Jerry Lewis film. Right. The Eddie Murphy version.
3: As a big fat guy turns into a thin guy. Yeah. Right, okay. Who is also like... Charming in some way. Yeah. Um... Does Any Murphy play both the big guy and the thinner guy? He certainly does. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Buddy Love is the name of the um, thin guy. Oh right. Okay. This mm. this sheds some light on some of the things that I believe were spoken about in the episode that I had no idea what was going on with. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Nutty Professor.
0: That's it. So the original Nutty Professor one mm. is is that,
3: and Nutty Professor Two, the Clumps, is just sort of more of that. I think. Great.
0: I've not seen the first Nutty Professor, so I don't know.
3: Okay. And, but you've seen the second one, so it's, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, he has a love interest in the second one. Presumably he does in the first one as well. I don't know if he does.
0: I think he's too busy with the rest of the clumps. Right. What's he trying to do with them? Just keep a lid on the family. Oh, right, okay. Because all the clumps are his family, I think.
3: Okay. Ah, right, okay. I've had an idea for a film. Mm-hmm. Taking the... Eddie Murphy in Nutty Professor and Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps model of acting and combining it with Thomas Vinterberg's seminal film (laughs) Feston. which I've not seen Uh, it's about a dad's birthday party and all, everyone comes back together and it's being held in this fancy home and it's revealed that the dad has kind of abused one of the kids, at least one of the kids, Right. so it's that but an actor is probably Mads Mikkelsen. Maybe it's playing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Grim. Um,
0: so yeah, Nutty Professor Two is is largely uh, fat jokes with um, mm. Eddie Murphy in different costumes. I have a school for clumps like you. There's one clump that's really quick compared to all the other clumps. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've been really um, enmeshed in uh, discussions about. Isn't Deadpool technically a clump? Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just going to say I've been reading lots about the NFL draft and uh, you know the sizes and, and weights of players, <laughs> um, and a you know a big guy who can move really fast is incredibly valued on the defense. Our two guests in this episode. <laughs> Roderick Martins, the guy that <laughs> the Lions have just drafted. Apparently, he's absolutely huge. Uh,
0: Ian Lane and Bill Houser. <laughs> you can find fantastic comedian Ian Lane on Twitter at at Ruffled Bricks. He's also Ruffled Bricks on Twitch, where he uh, twitches all sorts of things. I think he's in the, in the foremost Worms players. Yeah, the Worms
3: world. Armageddon, I think. Worms Armageddon.
0: And um, Ian is a fantastic comedian. I've worked with Ian in the past... He has a really uh, unique style, and uh, I would encourage you to seek out Ian Lane wherever he is performing.
3: And you can find Bilal Zafar on Twitter, at Zafar Cakes. Um, he is also a Twitch streamer, um, particularly uh, in uh, pro-evolution soccer I think possibly three. I'm not entirely sure which one it was. Um, you can also find him at Billalzafarcomedy.com. And if you go on his Twitter, uh, his bio also has information uh, including the uh, the email address of his agent. So if you wanted to email Bilal's agent, you can find her on there. Um, that's all the weather. Um I believe Bilal is going to the Edinburgh Fringe. You are absolutely right, Alexander Bennett. I cannot find details of that at the moment. But But search
0: um, Bilal Zafar on edfringe.com and details will come up. You can buy tickets to my Edinburgh Fringe show, Alexander Bennett, I Can't Stand the Man Myself, via edfringe.com or the Gilded Balloon website. Do it via the Gilded Balloon website. And um, share this episode around. Follow us on social media. We love Fanot. A special shout out to Robot Moth. I Robot believe, Moth is their uh, username on social media, who has done some absolutely superb
3: fan art, uh, which uh, we are both enormous fans of. Huge fans. And you can find me at a Penge Festival. It's in Penge at a venue very, very close to the station, the name of which I cannot remember. I will be performing a show which is entirely unwritten as yet. Uh, which is called an ill-defined extravaganza. Uh, I'm also going to be working on another podcast, which I think will be called the Bad Pub Guide, which will be going through every single one-star review for every single Weatherspoons in the country. So you can listen to that at some point when it comes out. Should we listen to the episode, Andy? By God, yes, please. Oh, 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 oh.
0: Bilal Zafar and Ian Lane, thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. Is that what I'm doing? Yes. Okay. Um, Myself and Andy have only been alive for 24 hours, Ah. and in that 24 hours, we have come to learn something of the following three things.
3: A glass eye. So
0: we know what that is. Mm. We also know who Tony Hawk is.
3: And we're familiar with... The Nutty Professor Two: The Clumps.
0: This is the basis of our knowledge. Um, Bilal, yeah. Bearing in mind the three things that we know about, uh-huh. uh In one minute, could you please explain to myself and Andy who Adrian Chiles is? Yes. Your time starts now.
1: Adrian Charles is a very successful man. If you don't know, men, there's some in Nutty um, Professor Two: The Clumps. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Tony Hawk is man. Yep. Tony Hawk is a man. Also a man. Uh, this man is similar to Tony Hawk in that he's very cares a lot about what he does and he delivers it to 100% best of his ability.
0: So Tony Hawk and Adrian Charles both care a lot about what they do. They
1: care about what they do. Very different things, though.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. How, um, how, do, they, how do they differ, the things
0: that uh, they do?
1: Adrian Charles uh, presents television shows. I don't know if you... Um,
3: no, No, not familiar. No. What's television? Uh,
1: it's, it's like uh, what you saw. You've seen Nutty Professor 2. The Clumps, yeah. yes. Clumps. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of those on a television.
0: Nutty Professors 2, The Clumps. There's That's, lots of those on, a on a television. That.
1: There's the first one as well, but don't worry about that. Right. What first one? The first Ten seconds. Professor 2. Uh, Adrian Charles. <laughs> there, was a, there was a
0: first Nutty <laughs> Professor 2. <laughs> With Adrian Charles. No. Okay. So um, what is the um well your time is up there but yeah, I'll well, thank you very much okay. indeed. Thank you. Um in a minute uh, you've told us that uh, Adrian Childs like Tony Hawk cares an awful lot about what he does. Yeah. And uh, he's a man. Yeah, uh, he's he's a man and uh, he mainly appears in um previous versions of Notty Professor 2 the Clumps.
1: I think that's perfect. Good. Good. Yeah. That's good. It's all it's really all
3: useful. It's, all useful. it's mm-hmm. all useful. Thank you very much for that. Ian. Thank you. Hello. In uh One minute, could you please explain to us uh, who Chucky is? Your time starts next.
2: Oh, okay. I shouldn't have said the name before the time started. That's all right. You're wasting more time. Chucky. Chucky. Uh, So Chucky is a (laughs) cheesemonger. From the... uh, What? He he runs the famous Chucky Cheese enterprise. (laughs) Um, in I think it's in America. What's America? Wrong, possibly. What's America- Cheesemonger? Okay, yeah. so do you know what country we're in right now? No. No. Okay. Um, what's are, a country? We yeah. are in sub-America. Right. Um, and there's like a bigger place called America. We uh-huh. haven't made it there yet.
0: Right. So we're in we're sub-America.
2: We're in sub-America.
0: And we could get to America. Could get to
2: America where they've got Chuck E. Cheese. Um, okay. We're basically like the glass eye of um, the world. In that, like,
0: we're replacing a, a real eye. Yeah.
2: yeah. The, the real eye is gone. We are kind of a shadow of its former self. We're a shadow of an eye that wants we've
3: to... We've been placed yeah. in the uh, sort of cavity yeah. that the real eye used to occupy.
2: Yeah, and it's held together with Chuck E. Cheese. It's Your of time is cement. up, Ian. Thank you very much. <laughs> Andy would just like to sum up what Ian's
3: just said. No. <laughs>
0: I'll who, do it.
3: who Chuck e. is. Chucky is. Chuck is e. Chucky Cheese <laughs> and... <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> that in some way pertains to America. America is somewhere that we are not.
0: <laughs> but where we are. Yeah. Is we're, where
3: we... we're in the place of it. We're where it used to be, but it's gone. Like a glass eye.
2: Thank you, Ian. That information got me through college. <laughs> That's college. Well, what's, yeah. uh, am I being asked officially officially? Like, yes, what's uh, college? College is like, so do you know what a building is?
0: Mm. Uh, we've seen them in Nutty, Professor too, the clumps. Yeah, them.
2: they're like these little boxes that people live in, right? Mm-hmm. And college is kind of like an extra box that you can go in. Are there any right? clumps bo- in it? When you- <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's clumps of information in this box. And, uh, <laughs> so clump, like, so rather than inviting people onto a podcast, you can actually go to this college box and actually learn um, stuff from... Uh, paid fake <laughs> professionals rather than unpaid if, fake if, professionals if,
3: if you were to come across one of the clumps from <laughs> the nutty professor Two, mm. the clumps would you be able to break them down in such a way that you managed to get some information you from could, that you
2: could put them in you could yeah you could definitely rip them into like clumpettes you know and like <laughs> um, find the goodness inside that will help enrich every aspect of your being
3: thank you Ian
0: thank you Ian thank you um Myself and Andy are only familiar with this place. And we're becoming aware of America mm-hmm. to some extent. Uh, we would like to know more about more places. Okay. Um, Bilal, in yeah. two minutes, mm-hmm. could you please explain to me what a Disney store is? Your time okay. starts now. Uh,
1: Disney is a company that makes films very much like Nutty Professor to the Clumps.
0: In what ways are they very much like Nutty, Nutty Professor to the Clumps? Uh, a lot
1: of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay what other ways Uh, a lot of a lot of laughing a lot of funny things happening right yeah lots of characters lots of enjoyment um they make those Mm -hmm. and they have uh, places they have boxes that they sell things from right and you can buy things that are similar to the things in the film yeah (laughs) or you could (laughs) uh, you could buy can you buy clumps or clampettes uh, you could probably buy like a something that looks like a clumpet, so maybe like a a, a pencil sharpener.
3: What's, What's a pencil? Sh-
1: ah, maybe a um, a glass eye. You could probably buy that's uh, <laughs> branded with clumpets. <laughs> you could buy
0: you could buy a, a glass or glass eye at a Disney store. Pen. I know, I can't we don't get into know what a pen is. There's no
1: time. Uh, well, no, you've yes. got a, you've got a minute. Uh, yeah, The we don't not, know what a pen allowed. is. <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> I'm trying
2: to help I'm sorry you can buy glass
0: eye at the Disney store yes okay that is a clumpet branded
1: yes and yeah. you can buy lots of things from the Disney store that are similar to the other has things in it from the other films they've made
0: what other films uh,
1: yeah. they've made um, they've made Aladdin that's a fine. what film. happens What's in that, that? the uh, boy's got a magic lamp
3: so would you be able to buy a sort of Aladdin branded <laughs> lamp <laughs> yeah at the Disney store Aladdin
0: branded glass eye yeah, yeah. probably okay. yeah is it mainly glass eyes
1: there's plenty of them there. Okay. And there's um, what's a lamp? Uh, it it makes light, but then it makes but, light. And then what's but magic? Would be able to really see
2: you if you didn't
1: have light. No, you wouldn't be able to see me. Yeah. So we
0: so Aladdin is about someone who can see things yeah yeah Ooh. which makes sense because of the glass eye branded yep. yeah good thank you Bilal. fantastic,
3: thank you yeah
1: is it, yeah
0: thank you Bilal. well i mean you're you welcome. know
3: we've we've got some information there and then hopefully we can build on it yeah the information we that we've we go got around.
0: is that um the disney store uh, is a place in which you can buy uh, glass eyes branded to uh, films made by disney yeah great thank um, you Bilal. you're
2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: Ian, in two minutes, could yeah. you please tell us what or where a Karen diner is?
2: Your two minutes start now. A Karen diner? Mm. Yeah, I've been to many. Okay, about it. Yes, what uh, Karen Diner, are sir. Karen Diner, um, from what I recall, yes, is a place where they make food. I don't know if you know about food. Um, uh, I've seen. I think seen uh, the, the Nutty Professor and eat food. the yeah, associated okay, clumps. So, uh, that clumps is a good place to start because if you haven't <laughs> eaten food, <laughs> yes, I, I would strongly recommend you do so. Okay, um, in that the quality of your life will be severely compromised <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> Why? But, um, well, I, I, you know Actually, just try it. How bad just will try, it get? Try not eating food and then get back to me. And, uh, well, we haven't eaten food
0: yet, so we have been trying it. What will happen if we continue to not eat food?
2: Um, I don't want to give the spoilers away. Listen, I know I've come on here to help explain things to you. And we're but very grateful for that. There are some mm. experiences in life that I think you just need to have yourself, you know, <laughs> without without being kind of like led into it. You know, you, you can drag a horse to water, but you can't What's make a horse? What's a horse? <laughs> A horse is like um, – uh, so you know how sometimes you need to move yes. places? Yes, yes. Like, for example, we're in the UK, England. Uh, uh, Sub-America. Sub-America, yes. In so. Sub-America, which um,
3: occupies the cavity that America used to be in.
2: <laughs> yeah, which was UK. Right. Um, okay. No, UK. But um, the thing is, like, if you want to get from sub-America to America, right. like, your Spindly little pins here, or also known as legs, would not yes. be right. adequate enough to get there. Okay, so you would need a vehicle of some sort, which is like okay. something that makes you move. And a horse is
3: a vehicle. Yes, yeah, it is. What other so types of vehicles are there?
2: Uh, cow. Um, right. Uh, blue, how, does how does that make differ? you move? How? So you sit on it. You are sit sitting on a chair right now. Yes. Like a horse, kind of like a sentient chair.
0: It's a chair that's alive. Uh, yeah, yeah, and thank you, thank you, Ian, thank you very much. That's very useful information. That's
2: everything I know about Karen Diner.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Andy, would you like to sum up what we uh, come to understand that a Karen Diner is?
3: I'll have a little crack. A Karen <laughs> Diner is somewhere where you uh, get food, which uh, yuck, we got onto a horse, mm. and that takes you somewhere. Oh, a
0: horse how, how can you use we- food as well? Right. Yeah. So it's a living chair that you can eat? Yeah. Once it's got you to where you need to be?
2: Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, Ian. I mean, it can't carry you around forever. You know, you have to do something with it.
3: <laughs> so you, you you ride your chair, your oh, living not chair, until it, it's not, until you know, it... Other people have horses
2: Until well. It, I don't have a horse. <laughs> what people have horses? Oh, um, uh, uh, Andy McDowell has got a horse. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: one area of the human experience that myself and Andy are particularly keen to learn more about uh, is the world of art, mm. art and the world of creativity. Um, Bilal, in three minutes, could you please explain to myself and Andy the plot of Back to the Future? Mm-hmm. Your time starts now.
1: So, Back to the Future is a film about a young man mm-hmm. who yeah. can yeah. travel like through time. Child. Like Adrian Childs.
0: Uh-huh. Does he care about what he does?
1: Yes, he cares about what he does and he does what he cares. <laughs> very much so. Okay. Um, he can travel in a way that, is, that we can't usually do, that that we can't actually do in reality. Right. Normally you'd travel on a horse to get to a place. Yeah. Yes. And interestingly, this these films do have horses in them. Okay. okay. Because part of it is set a very long time ago where that was the only kind of vehicle.
3: How, how long ago?
1: Um... Tuesday. To Tuesday. To Two. Two, 200 I don't know. cow cowboy days. I don't know how long that is. Cowboy days. What's a cowboy? Cowboy is a man who wears a hat and has a Tony horse.
0: Hawks a cowboy because he wears a hat. He's
1: similar. I'd yeah. say he's a modern day cowboy.
0: He's a modern day cowboy. yeah so right. you know he has a skateboard. Yes. yes.
1: Uh, but back then, is that they, a type of
0: horse? Because he travels around on it.
1: It's similar, but you can't eat it.
0: You can't eat it. Right. You can't. You're not. A skateboard is okay. a horse that you can't eat. Pretty much. Okay. And Back to the Future yep. is about someone using a horse that we don't have anymore mm-hmm. to travel through time. He also uses,
1: well, he uses a car, which is a different type of transport to okay. travel through time. He also has a vehicle which doesn't exist, which is a hoverboard. It's nice. a hoverboard. So it's like a skateboard, yeah. right. but it floats. Can you okay. eat it? He doesn't eat it in the film. <laughs> as far as I know. Why but, are you dodging the
0: question? <laughs> but do you think he, he, he might have?
1: He could have eaten it, definitely. I think, you know, you've seen with the clumps, of course, there's probably all sorts of things that don't happen that we don't see. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah,
0: I, I I I can imagine that there's a lot that a lot that the clumps get up to yeah. when when they're not
1: visible. You can't see all of mm. it. No. No, because you know what real life is like and that would be boring.
0: Well we sort of don't know what no, real life is like. No, we've got absolutely no idea we're, what we're real life to is out like. Here. Mm. So this sort of this Tony Hawk Yeah, mm. uh, he uses a car which is a type of horse. Can you eat that? You can't eat that. You can't okay. eat that. And he uses that An inedible horse. Mm. He, he uses that to go back in time.
1: Goes back in time and then forward in time. Uh, what does sure. back
0: in time mean?
1: He goes back to w- way before he was born and he meets his mum, his mother. Uh, of course, What's a and that, mother? The Professor yeah. has a what? mother. Yes, yes, which yes. Is played by the same actor, but I guess you don't know. What? Nothing. Um, <laughs> he, um, Yeah, he goes back and meets his mum and his mum fancies him, actually. But that's, What does that mean? Uh, attracted sexually. What does, mean? what does that mean? What does that mean? Wants to mate with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I d- it doesn't matter, really. I think it, it does. It's, it's I think not it really does relevant. matter.
0: It does. Uh, it, he travels back in time using a horsey cardede. Yeah, and he wants to mate with his mother. No, no, he no his mum want wants to. he really does not want to, and okay. that's that's right. quite fun, actually. That's quite it's fun. A fun part of the film. Like no <laughs> professor to the clubs. Thank exactly. You. Thank you, Bilal. You're welcome. Um, in, in three minutes, you've explained to us that the plot of Back to the Future uh, it's a film. Uh, in which uh, a, a, a kind of a Tony Hawk type mm-hmm. of chap uh, goes back in time, whatever that means, and meets his mother who wants to have a...
3: Uh, mate with mate him. Mate with him, mm-hmm. yeah. He to mate with yeah. Um. Thank you, Bill. welcome. Thank you so much. Ian. No. Could you please tell us...
2: In three minutes? Yeah. In three minutes. Uh-huh.
3: What uh, the Princess Diana Memorial Fountain is? Yeah, the time starts now.
2: All right. So the Princess Diana Memorial Fountain. It's um, a fountain that remembers Princess Diana.
3: <laughs> What's a fountain? <laughs> so
2: a fountain is. Um, do you know what water is? Um, we've seen it, seen it in, seen it in first two pubs. Yeah, too, yeah. like I got an example. In here, you, so this this thing is not water, although it's of a similar colour. Ian
0: is pointing at the container that the, the noise is coming from. Yeah, yeah.
2: and um, the you hear that sloshing, that yes. noise inside. That is uh, that's water. Okay. I can't show okay. it to is, you. Is is
3: water but, identifiable by anything other than its noise?
2: Uh, its taste as well. It, ha- it has no. What does taste it taste like? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So like it, it doesn't so, taste like horse or car or hoverboard. It's basically just um, nothing. And that's the way that you know that you're drinking genuine water. Okay. Right. Briefly,
0: what does horse taste like?
2: Uh, car.
0: And what does car taste like? Horse. Okay. And so the... <laughs> the Twins circularly
2: Sam... Circular reasoning allowed on this podcast. I can't... Not um, a podcast. Um. <laughs>
0: so I think I'm familiar with I'll the come concept back to of that. water because I think I've seen water in Nutty Professor To The Clumps. Yeah. yeah. So what is a fountain? What's sort a of fountain's relationship to water?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, So water sometimes gets bored and um, it, you know, rather than just sitting around all that, kind of like what we're doing right now. Mm. Sometimes it needs excitement if water's life doesn't provide it, it incites violence. So like you have (laughs) to, you have to, you have to give it little sort of like obstacle courses that it can go around in order to. I'm going to briefly
0: pick you up on uh, what is boredom?
2: uh boredom is um a feeling that we all have at some point in our life it's something to look forward to actually it's a good experience it's Um,
0: another experience that we'll learn more about yeah like not eating
2: yeah basically so uh you know how um not eating uh, has detrimental effects on you obviously we don't understand
3: we we were trying to pick you up on this earlier but you were reticent to reveal anything about it. i think now
0: it might be a good time for you to explain what does happen if you don't eat
2: um, do you know what dying is? No. no. What is it? Oh, okay, uh, that's a story for another time. But like, why can't it be a story the... for now? Oh, <laughs> Princess Diana died. <laughs> how? That, why? Um, what happened? That was. That was. Yeah. <laughs> Did so, she not eat? Uh, I think her chauffeur didn't eat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not What's so a chauffeur? chauffeur. Okay, so you
2: know how like you've got the car that was described earlier. Yeah, of course you can't eat. Yeah, uh, he, he couldn't eat it because it was it right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But it can transport you along. Um, right. Back in time. And, but a chauffeur is someone who actually knows how to use the car because even though some people sit in the car and think that will get them to where they need to go, mm. there's a little bit more to it than that.
0: And the chauffeur knows that little bit more. Yes. They have more knowledge. Yeah, they've
2: been on a special course. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, which is but kind of something you can do at college, right? you know, where, where you get your classes get, of information. Where you get your clumps. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Ian. Wow.
0: Like
3: some of yeah, so the, the, <laughs> the Princess Diana Memorial Fountain is or was something which contained w- bored water <laughs> which uh, had been given a, a sort of obstacle course to move around and in some way was related to Princess Diana who is somebody who uh, died because their chauffeur uh, hadn't eaten
0: and uh, the fountain uh, remembers that she died.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Ian. That's important.
0: Andy doesn't, but the fountain does. No. No. Um. Myself and Andy are aware that things happened before myself and Andy, so we'd like to know a bit about those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in three minutes, um, could you please tell me as much as you know uh, about the creation of the Church of England? Your time starts now.
1: Okay. Um, as far as I'm aware, um, the people have different beliefs about what everything was created by, literally everything. Uh, some of those people believe uh, one uh, being created everyone. Who? The person is called God. Okay, right. Uh, and then... Um, um. Uh, we're, we're just, Just... Just... How did he do it with clumps? Uh, with with what? With clumps. With clumps, <laughs> he created all the clumps, which is all the <laughs> <Right. thing> <laughs> in <laughs> the world and everything. God created, and the he clumps. did it in seven days. Seven so
3: days. Uh, is uh, so is everything composed of clumps? <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Me and you. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so the the clumps are the sort of building blocks of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I believe the Church of England that's what it was was that yeah that's the thing that we're asking you to explain the origins of i i believe that is um people believed something slightly different to what the other ones believed hmm. and set up their own club
0: so um, what is the difference in opinion
1: between the people who think that god created the clumps uh one of the key differences is that the original the original ones had have a have a man called a pope Okay. Right. Okay. And he like uh, Tony Hawk. Like Tony Hawk. Yeah. He's very. <laughs> does he care about what he does? He very much so. Okay. Well, what does
3: important.
1: he do? He kind of gives out good advice. Okay. You know. <laughs> uh, what sort of advice like, does the Pope give? Out? Be kind to each other and recycle that kind of. Thing. How
3: often does he give this out? <laughs> Every day on Twitter. That's <laughs> right.
1: A Couple of questions. Yeah. What's recycling? Uh, it's it's when you f- dispose of things, doing it in a way that is uh, it can be reused, so you're not um, causing too much mess.
0: You're not causing too much mess. Yeah. Okay, that's the purpose of recycling: Pretty is to much. not cause mess. Yeah. And Twitter is. Uh, it's
1: a, it's it's a thing. Uh, social net social networking. Is what a is thing. that? <laughs> uh, people can communicate with each other with by not being face to face. They can do it uh <laughs> on a on a phone not so fun oh god a thing that people used to contact each other okay yeah. so
0: people so, so so and the popes on there popes on the phone popes on right. the
1: phone telling everyone be kind and give good will. advice yeah okay and then the church of england don't believe in that they don't agree with the pope
0: they don't want the pope on your phone giving you advice they don't want the advice. pope
1: okay what do they, they want, want uh, no pope um, <laughs> and uh
3: are they opposed to the advice that he gives out?
1: I think they don't mind it. I don't think they're sort of opposite. They're not like, right. no, we shouldn't okay. recycle. Okay. And in eight seconds,
0: uh, how did this situation come to be?
1: Uh, I think Henry VIII wanted to marry extra people.
0: Okay, thank you for that, brother. <laughs> um, in three minutes, you've told us that the, uh, the Church of England was created uh, uh, when Henry VIII wanted to marry different people and the Church of England is a slightly different set of beliefs mm. to the people who believe that God created the clumps.
1: Yeah. And if I can can I add something or is that you not Please, please, like to. please. i was just going to say Henry VIII if you're wondering who that is mm. is uh, related to Princess Diana.
0: <laughs> right. Does the uh, memorial fountain remember him? No. Okay. No. Absolutely
3: not. It's okay. Not. Thank you for that. Thank you. It's all helpful. Very useful information.
0: Ian.
2: Hello.
3: In three minutes, could you uh, tell us what happened when Robbie Williams left? Take that. Your time starts
2: now. Um, when Robbie Williams left, take that. Mm. Uh, the whole world imploded. <laughs> right. Okay. Did that create the the
3: cavity that the
0: cavity that we that, we that
2: occupy the UK now Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was. It was. A lot of people were very upset.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, who's Robbie Williams?
2: Robbie Williams is a uh, variety entertainer um <laughs> who has some issues um <laughs> with the idea of a pandemic and um <laughs> like he, he I mean he's, he's done other things um what's pandemic oh um how are you feeling today
0: um I have nothing else to compare this to mm. so. okay
2: uh well you uh, it could be worse is all I'm saying
0: is that something I'll learn if
2: I don't eat? Uh, yeah. Okay, right. right. Yeah, it's also something you'll learn if you don't get uh, what's called a, a, a vaccine. A vaccine. A vaccine.
0: So a pandemic is when people feel worse? Uh,
2: yes. Okay,
0: right. and you yeah. have to get a vaccine to stop a vaccine feeling worse? And
2: yeah, that all... No, what happens is the vaccine makes you feel slightly worse. But if, okay. you, get, but if you get the pandemic... Yes. then you feel a lot worse. So it's basically uh, taking one for the team, I believe is the phrase. What's, what's, the,
3: what's the team?
2: <laughs> team. Okay, so you know how you and Alexander here yes. are working uh, together, allegedly? Um, no. No. Oh, okay. We're just in a right, search so for you knowledge. So are, you, are you are the opposite of a team in that case. Like a okay. team would be like, imagine if there was an Alexander and an Andy, but they liked each other. And they decide they liked each other enough that they could actually Why do they like pull each other? their resources. Um, well, I, I guess yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to imagine, isn't it? But like, mm. um, if they like, just 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 go with me. If they liked... <laughs> if you liked each other enough to kind of like actually work together, <laughs> then that would be a team. Okay. So you're like the anti-team. right What now.
3: What, what is the purpose of working together?
2: <laughs> um, well. You have a certain set of skills, Andy Barr, but that's all you've got. And then Alexander has a different set of skills. That's all he's got. But he might have some skills that you don't have. And you might have some skills that he doesn't have. So if you put them all together, then wallop. But but to what? To what end? Um, A better end. You can save people from the pandemic.
0: So together we make the vaccine. Which makes things slightly worse instead of a lot worse. Yeah. And Robbie Williams doesn't believe in this.
2: Uh, yeah, Robbie Williams is utterly opposed to is it. Is that
3: why you left Take That?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Robbie Williams saw the future. So the pandemic happened years after Take That was a thing. Oh, I Take That is a team, by the way.
0: Right. 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 They pull their resources. Yeah. Okay. So like,
2: basically, Take That was imagine Tony Hawk's skateboard, but it had five wheels. Mm hmm. Uh, Robbie Williams was like the f- wheel that they didn't need. What
3: what what different what differing skills did all five of the wheels have? Um,
2: <laughs> Your time was up a
3: while ago, by the
0: way. Oh, uh,
2: good. But one of them like can do a cracking Kurt Cobain impression.
0: Okay, and in a sentence, who's Kurt Cobain?
2: Oh, he uh, he's a guy who died of the pandemic from <laughs> singing too loud.
0: Okay. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up what information Ian has given to us
3: there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Robbie Williams uh, is somebody who who doesn't like feeling slightly worse in order to ultimately make everybody else feel better um, and somehow foresaw that there would be a situation in which this was a necessary step or many would believe it to be a necessary step uh, and as such, left the team of wheels that he was part of in order to uh, operate on his own.
2: Bang on. Thank you. He's a unicycle.
0: There are so many things to learn about that uh, we just want to offer a few more to you, um, Bilal. In two minutes, mm. could you please explain to us what sumo wrestling is? Your time starts now.
1: So Tony Hawk the skater mm-hmm. uh you've seen that he skates he does that as a sport okay uh you compete with other people try and win be the best mm-hmm. sumo wrestling is similar to that where it's a competition you're trying to win except what board do they use they don't use a board they stand on the ground okay uh two men mm-hmm. two very big men that's part of it you have to be quite how, large. how big like the nutty professor
3: Ah,
0: right. The clumps okay. are very large. Clump
1: Exactly, sized. they're about that size, and that's they're supposed to be that size. Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 they're supposed to be that. You size You have
1: to be to be a sumo wrestler. Why? Uh, that's traditionally what it is. That so um, so the, the sport is two men um, clump sized, clump sized, uh, try to um, push each other out of a circle on the ground. Okay. whoever manages to push the other one out wins. Um, why? Uh, because it's fun.
0: Like nice process exactly. to the clubs. It's hmm. a bit of fun. Okay. And what do they get if they push the other clump out of the circle?
1: Um, maybe they get a trophy. Mm-hmm. Which is... Um, uh, Tony Hawks has many of those.
0: What are they though?
1: What is a trophy? Yeah. Mm. It's an object you get to show that you're the winner.
0: The, it's an object you get? It's an object. What right. sort of object? It's gold. It's a it's golden object. You get golden to see the gold. It
1: looks like it's a cup. It's a golden cup.
0: It's a golden cup that a 2 wrestler will take. And or a it could also
1: okay. be you could also be competing for money.
3: What's money? Uh,
1: money is what you need to get anything. You have to, in order to, to get a thing. I'm sure there's scenes in Night Professor to the Clumps. If they perhaps go to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I think that people give things to other people in mm. exchange. The, the, there appears to be some sort of exchange happening Yeah, there. So you've got a very loose understanding of the concept. Yeah, of money. so
1: you need some stuff. Right, and yeah. And that's money okay. mm-hmm. to, to exchange for the goods that you want. And, uh, Thank you for that. and You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Bilal. Uh, You've uh, explained that uh, sumo wrestling Mm. uh, is when two clumps try to push each other out of a circle for a golden cup.
3: Or money.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Thank
2: you, Bilal. Or money. Why do you oversimplify everything?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Ian. Hello. In two minutes, could you please explain to us uh, what tantric sex is? Your two minutes start now.
2: Okay, so... um, you know how we were talking about teams. Yes. Earlier, mm. working together for a common goal. Yeah. Like me and
0: Andy will take that with different yeah, different yeah. skills. Yes,
2: different skills, absolutely. Um, and tantric sex mm. is basically like when a team is so good at what they do that they go for a kind of unmeasured championship level <laughs> of um, what like uh, of their chosen vocation. Right, and,
3: and what and <laughs> what is that?
2: Um, so sex, basically, uh, do you know what fucking is? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Um, well, that's that's what sex is. Okay. Well, we don't it? know what it is. So. Okay. So you two have, uh, how familiar are you of your own bodies? Not
3: particularly.
2: Not particularly. we we've had a look. Have you looked down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you looked down and found anything that looks like it might fit into like a slot or like a key? or um like or a glass eye like you know
0: uh, (laughs) have we looked down and found something that might fit in a glass eye uh
2: no 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 no, i'm saying a glass eye would fit into a slot so i'm saying have you looked down at your body and found anything that looks like it might i mean we have similarly i
0: don't andy have you looked down and seen anything that you might stick in an eye socket No.
2: no okay okay um I would say look further, Okay. first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, like once you've kind of gotten past this sort of the chest area, mm-hmm. uh, some interesting stuff starts happening around the middle part okay. of the body. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's quite a long way down. Right. So I can understand if you're still kind of getting used to <laughs> yeah. immediate surroundings. We're, we're still learning. We're still learning. Yeah. But anyway, there is a, uh, a special kind of area down okay. there. Um, and there are also some people in the world who have kind of, like, that kind of area but the opposite. And so if you put...
0: Like the eye socket like that the you ca- put glass yes. eye in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think there was
0: a lot of useful information there. There it? absolutely was, yeah. Would yeah. you care to sum it up?
3: Yeah. Uh, somewhere on yourself, there's a sort of something which functions in the same way as a glass eye, and then there's a, another person somewhere who has a sort of reciprocal... Um, <laughs> opening, which you could pop the eye in, uh, and uh, tantric sex is when a a team uh, is very good at doing this, uh, but uh, but the end goal is undefined.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Ian. See how it's done, pal. (laughs) Uh, And very briefly,
0: um, (laughs) (laughs) upon further inspection, are we likely to find that uh, our our personal glass eyes, would they be Aladdin branded? or
2: uh, Do you want them to be?
0: I'd be interested to know.
2: Um, they're of they're similar shape already. To Aladdin? Uh, well, to Aladdin's lamp. Okay. You know, I mean, they'll shed a lot of light on the issue. Good. Thank you, Ian. <gasps> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, we're interested in uh, human behaviour and the things that people do. Uh, Bilal, in two minutes... Could you please explain to me what I would be doing if I were to collect Nazi memorabilia? Your time starts now.
1: Okay, so memorabilia is stuff that people uh, collect because it's just nice to have, in their opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> like but you might like a lamp, Like a magic lamp or, a lamp. or like mm. a trophy. Right. right. A special right. Cup. Okay. Um, so people
3: feel good when they have a trophy, is that?
1: It's nice to have. Right. A you golden can, cup. you ha- you have things to put in, in your in your house, your box that you live in. Mm-hmm. It Makes it look nice to put stuff in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um uh Nazis mm-hmm. are very bad people. Uh we got good people like the clumps of course, and then right. we've got bad ones, unfortunately. We've got the clumps and the pope. Like- and then you've got <laughs> Right,
0: <laughs> those those are the good ones, yeah. and uh, there's, there's there's Buddy Love in Nutty Professor Two. Yeah, Clumps, he's he, bad, isn't he, he? he? Yeah, he's very aggressive and he he's
3: bad. Clumps, yeah. Pope, Buddy Love, Nazis. And okay, so, yeah. where does Robbie Williams belong on that scale?
1: Oh, in the middle, <laughs> in the middle. So he's the right in the middle. I'm not, I'm not having that. He's full blown <laughs> Nazi. <okay. laughs>
0: okay Robbie williams is a full blown Nazi good to know thank you Ian. Uh, so so who are the Nazis
1: uh just very very bad people okay, it's just, just like uh like like yeah, like buddy love, your villain mm. yeah uh, the naughty character, and so they are not allowed <laughs> they they are not allowed to it's it's illegal it's not allowed to uh support them or to have any of their trophies. Right. (laughs) What what would
3: what would differentiate a Nazi's trophy from, say, a sumo wrestling trophy?
0: Well, uh, who did the Nazis push out of the circle? No, (laughs) just asking questions.
1: What would the trophies be? Uh, The trophies would be more like a little. um, They had they had a little shape. They had a little logo. That their, <laughs> That's That nice. was their famous thing. Okay. Yeah, but it was bad. Okay. Because it was a bad, bad. one. A bad <laughs> logo. Yeah, like Buddy Love. I don't think has a logo. <laughs> but... <laughs> Thank
0: you, Billow, yeah. for that explanation. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, what I would be doing, were I to <laughs> collect Nazi, Nazi memorabilia, uh, <laughs> would be I'd uh, be collecting trophies of the Nazis' bad logo. Yeah. Um. Very bad. Yes, um, and the Nazis are bad, uh, like uh, Robbie Williams and uh, Buddy Love.
1: Yeah. Why well, I didn't say Robbie Williams? I don't know if he's that It, bad. it was implied. Ian said Robbie Williams. Yeah. He yeah. equated him with the Nazis. So there's a difference of opinion here. I said he was here. halfway between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you said
0: he was a midpoint. In midpoint between the
1: clubs. And, and
3: what the would classes. what would what would a, a, a trophy um, a Robbie Williams trophy? <laughs> And would it be legal to collect it?
1: <laughs> That's absolutely fine. That's allowed. Uh, in fact, he has some. He would have won some awards, trophies for his singing. Huh.
0: So mm. he has some. So there's more to Robbie Williams than just hating vaccines.
2: There's a can, lot. You can get a voodoo doll of him. Yeah. Ian. <laughs> in in yeah. two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ian, hello.
3: In two minutes, could you please explain to us what we would be doing if we were playing Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, time starts now.
2: Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, a dungeon mm-hmm. is like a building, mm-hmm. like a college. Um, okay, full of clumps. But the main thing you could you learn from a dungeon as well. But the main thing you learn about is pain. <laughs> what is pain? Um, um, pain is like. Uh, Pain is looking down and seeing
0: nothing your there. eye. Pain is looking down
2: and not seeing your glass
0: eye. eye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that, that would be pain. It, yeah. And you it, it, like it, on that?
2: many levels, it's kind of like a philosophical thing. What's philosophy? Um, it's knowledge, but kind of snappier. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge is quite unwieldy. Like there's a lot of it around. So yeah, we're trying like, to learn it. It's hard. Yeah, it? exactly. So what you need uh, is philosophy. Okay. Because basically philosophy takes the knowledge and gives it a kind of musical kick. Could you give us an example of philosophy? Yes. Okay. So um, my favorite philosophy mm-hmm. that I have is um, we're all doomed. There's No Point. Okay. Okay. Um, Basically, what that means is that, like, because uh, you're going to die from eventually not eating anything. Right. Uh, okay. You might as well just do other stuff of your life.
0: Do other stuff of your life because yeah. you, you, you're going to die. Yeah. Okay. And that's your favorite philosophy? No. Uh, uh, but that you, you That's said. my
2: favorite philosophy that I'm willing to disclose on <laughs> this. But I feel that if I was to give away my actual personal philosophies... Yes. Um, what trophies? I, do I mean, you I'm have? still waiting for the copyright to go through on those, so like, okay. I don't, you know, I don't want to give that away on this podcast. What's copyright? Uh, it's when you stop people from stealing your ideas. Okay. Yeah.
3: That's good. Um, so, what the hell is <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons?
2: <laughs> so, um, a dragon. <laughs> yeah. So, in college, like they have. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Ian. No worries. Um,
0: I, th- I mean, we, we, we sort of gained a sort of broader knowledge base mm. there than I think maybe we were expecting.
3: When you look down and find that there's nothing there, <laughs> yeah. you might decide that that means that there's nothing <laughs> anywhere and you might as well do other things. Mm. <laughs>
0: and you learn that in a dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ian.
2: And there's no point. Mm. <laughs> do I get a point for that?
0: Um, we don't understand.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Finally, um, myself and Andy have use of the English language, but not a full understanding of it and what it is. Um, And there's certain phrases that myself and Andy would like to know more about. Um, So, Bilal, in two minutes, could you please explain to me the phrase, don't count your chickens before they hatch, your time starts now.
1: Um... I'm not even sure what that means. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, let's break it down. What are chickens? Yeah, okay. Uh, Chicken is a little animal, like a horse, that you can eat, that a lot of people do eat often. Can you travel anywhere on it? Uh, No, you're not supposed to. It's very small. You'd crush it.
3: (laughs) Would that then make eating it easier?
1: Yeah, but there's easier (laughs) ways to crush it than sitting on it. Such as? Um, Shooting it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You shoot a chicken to crush it. Yeah. Okay. And very briefly, what's shooting? Just so we've got a. Oh,
1: uh, it? it's a it's a thing you use to kill things. It's a it's an object that makes killing nice and easy. Um, so if
3: you don't have time to stop something from eating for a long period of time, <laughs>
1: yeah, you yeah. just just shoot it in, right. in the head, ideally. Um,
3: <laughs> wh- why is that ideal?
1: It's quicker. Why? It saves time. Sitting on it uses up a lot of energy. But why is legs. shooting
3: it in the head ideal as opposed to no, any it's of its where the other brain bits? Is, what's the that?
1: Uh, it's the thing in your, in your, in your head. That, um, you shut that down and you're not living anymore, really. Okay. Well,
0: Not really. No. <laughs> 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 oh, so so, so, so yeah. if I shut the brain down and I'm not living, really, your language is implied that I am living to a certain extent.
1: Your heart might still be beating. Okay. Your chest. What's which the means heart? You're technically alive. Mm. What's the heart? It's the thing that keeps you, keeps you alive. But then your brain is where all your all your thinking is. So
3: if you want to really kill the chicken, you've got to shoot it in both
0: the <laughs> head and the heart.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. okay.
2: This but... is philosophy, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. And shooting. So... I don't understand. Uh, it's an object that kills things. Mm-hmm.
1: How though? Uh, it's it's uh, got a thing. It's a thing with a thing inside, okay. which is smaller.
3: Right,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it comes out at, at an incredible speed. Right, fast enough to make a hole in something.
0: So it goes through something. Goes through it, makes much, a hole. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Bilal. Um, oh dear! You explained to us that the phrase uh, <laughs> "Don't count your chickens before they hatch" um, is in some way related to uh, chickens, who are a horse that you can eat um, after you have. Uh, uh, Shot it in the or crushed it or you, crushed you it. Don't
1: want to sit on it.
0: Preferably shot it mm. uh, in the brain and or heart. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that.
3: Thank you, Ian. Hey. In two minutes, could you please explain to us what the phrase "have a taste of your own medicine" means?
2: Time started. Okay, so vaccines, mm-hmm. and we were talking about those earlier. Yes. Um, normally it's other people who make those for you because you don't have the requisite skills to make a vaccine yourself.
0: But we do Mm. if we work as
2: a team. If you worked as a team, yes, but you two don't work as a team. So you have to rely on the work of another selfless team to help you out of this hole you've dug yourself into. (laughs) And um, I'm going to pick you up on that. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, the hole that you dug yourself into? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, the ground, the, the, basically that, that, yeah, this flat thing that down. The it, clumps yeah, walk on. That's the ground. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that uh, you like the ground, but you thought, do you know what would make this ground really more groundy for me? Okay. If it was 10 feet lower than it actually is. Okay. A foot, by the way, you have a foot. I know right. you'll get there on, like, week three with your explanation <laughs> of the body. Okay. And, uh, Once
3: we've finished pondering over our <laughs> eye. Yeah,
2: and that is used as a unit of measurement, like, so... Okay, so... So the, if you put, like, if you put ten feet in a row... Yes. Uh, ...that would be a way of remembering how So digging long a hole for something.
0: yourself is making some of the ground ten feet lower. Yeah. Okay, why would you
2: do that for yourself? Um, well, it's not advisable. Okay. It's it's a bad idea, but like sometimes people. Sometimes people are challenged regarding their ownership of the hole.
0: <laughs> In what situation? So you've dug a hole. Yeah. However that works. Yeah.
2: And oh, you use a tool called a spade. It's basically like um, it a like skateboard a, on the end of a handle.
0: A skateboard on the end of the handle. Yeah. And, and you use that to make part of the floor lower yeah and why would someone challenge you over your ownership of that
2: oh well because they would think it was silly that you um made the hole in the first place mm-hmm. and rather than you acknowledging that they're right uh you might think i don't like that person i'm going to show them and then you make the hole even bigger right and they, and they feel really ashamed
0: thank you Ian. yeah um Andy, would you like to sum up the explanation of what have a taste of your own medicine means?
3: Yeah, so uh, to have a taste of your own medicine is when you um, haven't worked in a team in order to produce some medicine uh, and have opted instead to dig a big hole and then somebody else comes along (laughs) and you don't like them, so you you continue to make the hole deeper.
0: And they challenge you over it being your hole. Yes. Yeah, more or less.
2: Thank you, Ian. You're
0: welcome. Andy, after everything that we've taken in, um, who do you think provided the most satisfactory
3: explanations? It's a tough one. It's a very difficult one. I I really... um, It's the only um, one we're aware of. And I'm unwilling to answer the question.
0: You're Abstaining from...
3: I'm abstaining. This makes things more difficult for me. Bilal, we vote as well? We don't work as a team. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bilal, who who do you think provided the most satisfactory explanations? Uh, me. Okay. Um, well, in that case, um, you have. Well done. Yeah. Um, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ian. Wait, hang on. Do I get to defend myself? No. 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 That's
1: it. What about a trophy...
0: What logo would you like?
1: Not a Nazi one <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Ian Lane, thank you very much indeed for I, uh, yeah, sure. explaining these things to us today and Bilal zafar thank you very much indeed for
2: explaining these thing things to us today <laughs> mm. oh. oh, he deaded
1: Yeah Oh, and another one
2: Wait, the f- second one was unnecessary
0: You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.